Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report, a brand new show for you on this Tuesday, October 12th, year of our goddess Lilith 2021. It is right to give her thanks and praise and right for you guys to be joining us today because we're going to have a good time. I'm your old podcast pal, Ralph Garman. Sitting here in the Batcave with me is the Rear Admiral himself, the Sheriff of Ghost Town, Eddie Penny, Stanley's dad. And now, little orphan Eddie. It's (laughs) Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo-ho, Eddie. Uh, See that artwork? Yeah, I didn't think I'd be more disturbed after the old pictures of us, but this one tops that. If you don't know what we're talking about, I sent it out yesterday via Patreon. It is a uh, photo that was done by Garmy member Jeff (laughs) O'Connell in homage to my longtime dream of playing Daddy Warbucks on Broadway. So he created Daddy Garbucks by putting my face on uh, Daddy Warbucks. Which works, totally works. Which totally works. And then, unfortunately, for the folks who were having nightmares about it, uh, Little Orphan Eddie is there at my side, and it's uh, Eddie's face it's stuck disturbing. on Andrea McArdle's body disturbing. From, from Annie, and it's uh, deeply, deeply disturbing. To say the least. You don't want to see Eddie as a little girl. No, you do ever. not. It's like and something out of The Shining or something. Dude, it's like you, you can't see what's in the corner of your room in the middle of the night. You turn the lights on. I'm standing there. You got the you got the you got Eddie's face, and then you have this shock of curly red hair on top of his head. It looks he looks like uh, Garfunkel, Art Garfunkel from Simon and Garfunkel. If you haven't seen it, go uh, go take mm, don't a, take, go take a gander save if you nightmares. dare. Save the nightmares to see uh, Little Orphan Eddie, Oof. the show saver. Show saver. Please make sure, make sure the recording's on. Nice job, Eddie Penny. Are we ro- are we rolling on this? Are we recording? I think so. Yeah, I think we're, it's I going. Think we're recording. So. <laughs> for better or for worse, you guys will be hearing today's show. Uh, hey, speaking of Garmy members. Mm-hmm. Don't forget tonight, if you're a four-star general, tonight's the night where we do the live Ralph Report where you get to hang out with us while we're recording tomorrow's show today, if that makes any sense. (laughs) Come on out and join us. If you're a four-star and you've never been part of this, you really owe it to yourself because uh, not so much us. We're we're just doing what we do. Yeah. But I know the kids who hang out there in the chat room while it's going on, yeah. live chat, they have a blast. It's the show within the show. It really is. They just crack each other up and there's <laughs> flirting going on and all kinds of stuff, craziness while we're doing the show. It's uh, it's like when you go to a concert or something or to a sporting event. Sometimes what happens in the crowd. Yes. Way better than what you're there for. That's what I'm saying. So uh, come out and join us tonight, 7 p.m. The link is there uh, via Patreon, I sent the Crowdcast link out to you so you can join us. 
Speaking of sporting events, mm-hmm. well, first of all, let me tell you what's on the show today. Okay, do that. We got a hell of a show. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Tuesdays are always jam-packed full of uh, chunky goodness. Yeah. We have Tongue Twister Tuesday, of course, today. We've got TV Tunes Tuesday. Mm. We're going to take a look at a classic, again, inexplicable to me how this show was on the air for like seven years. But we'll be taking a look at another sitcom. Much like Give Me a Break vexed me last week. This one equally vexes me. What decade was this one? This is the 80s. 80s again? Yeah, 80s. Stuff hung around in the 80s. Stuff hung around. I think it's the 80s. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of this show. Let me look, hold on Don't a second. Don't spoil me, it now. Let me, let me check my uh, notes here. I want to see right. exactly what the... Uh, Don't give anything away. No, 90s, early 90s. Oh, early 90s. Okay. Early 90s, yeah. Um, that's how, that, Yeah, that makes more sense to me because by the, the early to mid-90s, I was not watching a lot of television because I was uh, bartending. Yeah. And so I was just... Either I was drinking, <laughs> working... Or both. Right. Or fucking. Right. That was, that was my life in the 90s. Right. Sometimes all three. Yeah. And I wasn't watching a lot you of You weren't at home watching TV. So I missed out on this show uh, completely. But I do remember it being on. And I remember saying, oh, boy, do I not want to see that. So, uh, but a lot of people have fond memories of it. Because mm. so. it's part of that uh, TGIF lineup. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, ABC that... on Friday nights had their family right. sitcom block. I remember TGIF. And, you know, I was, I had aged out of the family sitcom by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were probably more, uh, I, I might have caught some of that. I was like late 80s, early, early 90s. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about this show. And it's just, it's, you asked for it. So you'll get it. What else we got? Entertainment news, uh, calls, all, all that kind of good stuff. So did, did this guy ask me why the show was good? Because on the counter, you yes. want to know why? He did? He well, did. All right, then I told you, sir. We haven't guaranteed it yet. Though. Oh, we should uh, We should put down our, not guaranteed it. Our, uh, our money-back guarantee. If you don't like today's show, I'll send you 15 cents. How about that? A, a dime and a nickel. Wow. Taped to a, uh, to a piece of cardboard. A postcard? Postcard, yeah, I'll just mail it to you. And then, <laughs> oops. Oh, the, the coins didn't get to you. Somebody must have ripped you off. Oh, that's See, a, I just I put like torn right. scotch tape on the that's back a of a postcard idea. and just send it off and say, well, I, I sent you the refund. The, the dime and the nickel were a taste there. Not my fault if it didn't uh, get to you. But now I kind of I kind of spoiled it by exposing my plan, haven't I? <laughs> oh, well. It's, it's a guarantee. Not guarantee. For what it's worth. Uh, okay, before we get into all of that stuff mm-hmm. on today's show, oh, we also have the raffle. We're going to give away oh, yeah. the uh, Eddie putting a pie in my face art. It's like I told you, so much show so today. So much. But I couldn't resist. A little time for sex in the news? Oh, yeah. And the reason I uh, mentioned at the top of the show about sporting events mm-hmm. is because this sex in the news takes place at a sporting event. Just this past Sunday, the Philadelphia Eagles played the Carolina Panthers. Right. They're at Bank of America Stadium. And Charlotte, right? Um, sure. Yeah. You say so. Charlotte, North Carolina. That's where they play. I am going to go with you on yes, that one. Yes. They play in Charlotte. I, okay. <laughs> Why? Because you always you say, when well, you say yes, I always say, well, you, 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 no, think, if you I, think I'm wrong. If I was dubious, I'd be saying, are you sure about that? It doesn't it sound right to like me. You thought, it sounded dubious. I, I know, I don't okay. know even which Carolina the Panthers play North for. North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina. You're much more well-versed in all things Carolinian than I am, so I'm going to okay. I'm going to absolutely we'll, uh, we'll move bow forward. to your knowledge. I apologize. We'll no, no, it's great. This is a this is a good 
Good run. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Bank of America Stadium in Carolina uh-huh. on Sunday. Yes. It's going to shock you to know that an Eagles fan was arrested. What? But not for our usual reasons that we get arrested. Not for fighting? Usually we punch somebody or we throw a battery at somebody or yeah. a snowball or right. a shiv or a shank. Something awful. A tire iron, a, a length of chain. A ripped up seat from the stadium. Something. There's yes. usually some violence involved. But I think we've turned a corner. I think the Philadelphia Eagles fans are starting to see the light. Hmm. These two Eagle fans got creative. Instead of uh, fighting in the stands... They decided to get into something a little bit more pleasurable, Eddie Pence. Hmm. It was a fella and his good lady, and they got arrested for having sex in the men's room bathroom stall at Bank of America Stadium ew. during the Eagles Panthers ew. game. Ew, ew, ew. They just couldn't resist, couldn't wait, couldn't keep their hands off of each other long enough to ew. wait till they got home. They had to get into the stall Ew. of the stadium men's room Gross. and start going at it. Oh. And that's when the cops showed up <laughs> and dragged them out of the stall and uh, put them under arrest for a lewd act, for committing a lewd act. Wow. Who ratted them out? Somebody that's ratted That's what I was Someone thinking. ratted them out. Panther fan. Got to be a Panther Has fan. Has to be a Panther fan. If you, if you see two midnight green jerseys going into the stall... You're like, well, fuck them, them Northern Eagles fans. I'm going, I'm going to send them to, to the Hooskow. Teach them a lesson. Oh. If and that's not her, his cousin, I can't, I can't condone I, it. I can't imagine. What is, is? Are they related? If so, then I'll give them a pass. Because this is Carolina. Wow. <laughs> um, I get some angry calls. Yeah, I'm going to hear it from from the South. Uh, so. Hmm. You'll be happy to know there's audio. Oh, no. Yes. It turns out someone did rat them out. You were right. And then everybody, all the fellas in the bathroom there, were well aware when the cops walked in what was about to happen. (laughs) So that's when everybody whipped out their phones. (laughs) If if you can find the video online, and you can, it's almost everywhere. The sea of phones that you see surrounding this activity just shows you that Privacy and, oh, and decorum. Think of the is, past. It's, it's over. We got. It'll never happen again. So listen to the audio. You'll hear them recognizing the cops are showing up, and then the door opens and the guy in the gal are uh, drug out. And <laughs> it's just there's a little bit of magic. I've never seen that never before. <laughs> they're not related and they're doing it. <laughs> How about the Eagles fans starting the Eagles chant when they come out of the bathroom? How great is that? <laughs> wow. So, yeah, they were both arrested for committing a lewd act. They get to finish if they're at the link, though, right? They get oh, to finish. yeah. Yeah. Sure. To a round of applause. Here's my point. Is it really a lewd act if you're doing it inside a bathroom stall with the door yeah, closed? You're not just in the bathroom. You're in the stall of a bathroom. I say that's fair game. That should be private, right? Because, let's face it, if I'm at Carolina Panthers Stadium, mm-hmm. Bank, was it Bank of America Stadium, Yeah, and I just squat down 
and take a dump yeah. there in the concourse. That's a lewd act. That's a lewd act. Yeah. I should be arrested. Absolutely. But if I'm doing the exact same thing behind a closed stall door. That's not a lewd act. We've all made a social contract with each other saying that's completely fine. Right. No matter what you're doing in there, right. no matter what foul act you're committing inside behind there. Behind those stall doors. You, that is your little piece of sanctuary and we're going to let you go. Like, could you masturbate in a stall? I, that's, I guess that's, that's a, a lewd question. act. That's uh, a good question. I, that would be a lewd act. They, if they, I think if they got a good lawyer, they could get out of this. I agree. I think there is a, uh, a presumed sense of, of privacy once yeah. you close that stall yeah. door. And the fact that there's two... Consenting adults and then Two stall. pairs of sneakers, you know, underneath the door. That's nobody's business. No, Nobody maybe should be looking at Someone anyway. needs help wiping. You don't know. You don't know. And they're grunting as they're doing That's it. That's right. There's all kinds of potential <laughs> reasons behind why they were inside that, uh, that stall. <laughs> So anyway, to my fellow Eagles fans, well done. And uh, if you need a defense fund or something, I don't know. I'll, 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 the next Ralphle? That's right. We'll do a fundraiser <laughs> for the defense for that young couple. Um, so that's, that's today's Sex in the News. That's amazing. People cheering as they came out. Uh, speaking of sports, Eddie still has the firm belief, I want to say, that he's going to be uh, throwing a pie in my face at the end of the I, season. I wouldn't call it a firm belief. Okay. I'm, I'm holding on to a belief. All right. Uh, and he did a little artwork last week to signify just that. It is the drawn in 60 seconds artwork of Eddie pushing a pie into my face with his predicted records. Yes. Both awful records, by the way. Of, uh, I think, uh, was it 6-11 and 11 for the Eagles? Yeah, and 7-10 seven and 10 seven and 10 for Washington. For Washington. We'll see how those hold up. But <laughs> the artwork is spectacular, and we decided to use it to raise some money for Eric, uh, not Eric, uh, Dwayne Ziegler, yes. who is doing the MS Bike, which is a ride that raises money for the Multiple Sclerosis Society. Yes. Very worthy cause. Very near and dear. Close Cherry. to Eddie's uh, family, since uh, Tracy is battling that heinous disease right now and so uh, we thought it would be fun to raise some money on behalf of teen crash as they're known over <laughs> there and that's why we do the raffle which is if you send in any size donation we put your name into a, a, a fishbowl here and we draw out a name and somebody gets to win so i want to thanks all the folks who uh, donated so graciously and so generously to this cause I want to single out some people who once again went above and beyond, but any little donation, any size is always welcome. But I would like to give a special mention to Helena Sopwith, who's perennially on this list, by the yeah, way. She's a amazing. big donor. She is remarkable. And uh, most of these people always uh, give till it hurts. Helena Sopwith with a $100 donation. Wow, thank you. Linda Golden, who also always rises to the occasion in a big way. Another $100 donation. Thank you. Timmy McDonald with 100 bucks. Thank you. And John Morrison with 100 bucks. Amazing. Jeff Seda gave us $50 towards the cause. Andrea Larkin, another big donor, $50. Sean Barger, another big donor, $50. Uh, Kerry Rutledge came up with 35 bucks. Thank That's you, awesome. Kerry. Marnie Leah. Leahy, rather, uh, 35 as well. Joe Caldwell with 35. And our own Bridget Falk, Bridget from Aww. Long Island, with a $25 thank donation. Thank you, Bridget. So uh, special thank you to those folks because I know times are tough. And yes. if you can reach into your pocket and help somebody out the way you guys did, you deserve a little, uh, little special love. So all told, the money we raised for the MS Society with this week's raffle... <laughs> 
seven hundred and forty dollars. That's awesome. Seven hundred and forty dollars raised to the MS Society. Thank that you will guys. Go on behalf of Dwayne Ziegler's team as he does the uh, bike ride, which I believe is this weekend, if I'm not I mistaken. I believe so, 16th, 17th, yes. Yeah. And so what I've done is I've taken everyone's name who donated and I put it inside this fishbowl. Can't fake that. I would not be able to make this nope. noise if the names weren't actually no inside Foley the No Foley artist in the world could do that. That's right. So what I've done is I put them all in here. I'm going to ask the artist himself, Eddie Pence, to put his mm. hand in there and dig real deep and then come up with today's winner. They're sticking together. Okay, well, I, got don't, I don't I got want any Why are they play. sticky? I, I don't want any uh, shenanigans. I don't want there's no, you. There's no shenanigans. It seems like you're trying to skew the deal here. How are you? To who? I don't know. I don't, who oh, am I trying to oh, skew it to? Sticky, sticky. Maybe you got, you know, maybe got, you got no, pine tar on your hands or something. I got no skin in the game. There's, some, there's, a, cheat, there's a cheat going on. All right, I want you to tell us after the drum roll All right. who the lucky winner of this uh, pie-in-the-face art is. Mario Palooza. Mar Mario Palooza won again? Yeah. Holy crap. That's two for That's Mario. That's two. I might have to start pulling people we out may. of the competition. <laughs> I mean. That sounds, because that feels shitty to me yeah. now. Should we draw again? Yeah, let's draw again. Oh, sorry, Mario. Mario, we love you, and we had great fun with your name. Because that was the one that was upside down that Eddie couldn't right. pronounce and it ended up. But being, I nailed it when it's right side I mean, up. Uh, Palatazoli or whatever he said last but time. Right side up, I nail it. And I think, Mario, even you would understand that that's an embarrassment of riches. You got too much going on there if you get. Go play the lottery, those. Mario. But thank you for your donation, Mario. I feel bad we're right. going to fuck you over. But, we're all, we're well, not fucking him. We've already won. I know, but I feel bad. I, I mean, know. I, mean, I know. It is what it is, it is, but still. Ready? Yes. Sean Barger. He won too recently. Did he? Yes. <laughs> You gotta pull these names. I do. I gotta start. I gotta start. To, <laughs> but I can't tell people not to enter. Right. I know. So that means. So should we just? Uh, I don't know what to do now. Now we've really. I can just draw things for people and send them to people. <sighs> now I don't know what to do. We'll, I guess we'll rip it in half. I, I guess we got to go with Mario. All right. I guess he. he that's. I, mean, I guess I that's can't the fair tell, thing. I can't tell people. Right. You can't donate again. You don't get, no, that's right. I mean, that's what's true. the motivation to if if someone is mo no, motivated right. to donate because of the possibility right. of winning? Right. The right thing to do is to give it to Mario. Yeah. So Mario, sorry, Sean, you got doubly screwed. <laughs> you got really fucked. Mario course. got screwed initially, and then Sean's like, "Yes, I can't believe it. I was the guy." And then we took it away from Sean and, and we gave it back to Mario. Shoved it up. Yeah. See, this is why. We need a we need a regulatory board. We need we need rules and regulations. Yeah, we need a producer for this show That's to begin what we with. Need, yes. Someone to oversee this mess. Mario, congratulations! You win again. <laughs> I hope you're happy. Hope you're pleased with yourself. <laughs> we could Xerox copy the photo and oh, then send sure. people Xerox that, copies. That makes the because the original worthless. <laughs> what your art has value because it's singular. It's singular. It's unique mm. and special. You're right. You're right. It is. All right, Mario. Kind. Congratulations, you win again. You're gonna have a. He's gonna have a gallery of your work. He in should his open home. up a little gallery. He really should. Mm. Anyway, Mario, congratulations. Thank you to everybody who donated. We really appreciate it. You know who really won? Who? The Multiple Sclerosis. Oh yeah, Society. them. They they're the big winners. <laughs> All right, go ride your ass off, Dwayne. Yeah, Dwayne, win. Bike your ass off. Is it a race or what? It, turn it into one. <laughs> Treat it like a race. We want win to, it, man. We want a trophy and then send us the trophy. <laughs>
Because we raised all that money for you. Win it. Hey, it's Tongue Twister Tuesday. Oh, no. Ready to get into it? No. Are you ready, steady, Eddie? Because it's going to be so many words you cannot say over, over, and again. So take a breath, prepare yourself the best you possibly can be for Tiddly Tongue Twister Tuesday. All right, this was emailed in from Nate Curtis. Nate sent this one in. Says, hey, Ralph, Eddie, Steve, and the crew. A few weeks back, you guys were talking about a woman that tried to kill her husband by using poison on her Wawa, oh, yeah. as Eddie would say. Oh, yeah. Remember we talked about I her? remember that. She ended up poisoning herself. Yeah. She slathered her vagina with poison and then told her husband to yep. perform oral sex on her, right. thinking in her evil, twisted mind, that he would ingest the poison and then die. But not that she would absorb but what she didn't realize was the uh, the uh, tender uh, um, labia, tender tissue down there in her nether regions was was absorbing the poison as well. The she beef got curtains. She got, oh, for God's sakes. Boy, that Tracy's one lucky, lucky lady, isn't old she? roast beef sandwich. <laughs> would you? For God's <laughs> sakes. One day a day. <laughs> Words to live by. Just all right. stop while I'll you're behind. Stop. I'm always behind. Um, anyway, yeah, so yes. that was the story. And so uh, Nate Curtis was inspired. He said, that made me think of a tongue twister. Hmm. Hopefully this tickles your fancy LMB, Nate. So uh, for those of you who like to play at home, jot down this following phrase inspired by that news story. Patty's poisoned pussy oh. puts Peter in peril. Wow. Patty's poisoned pussy puts Peter in peril. I wrote down a, a version for you. Thank yourself. you very much. Uh, Eddie and I will give this a go three times. Speed is of the essence. We'll try to get through it. I have, I apologize, first of all, for my voice. I'm still uh, still battling this cold a little bit, but I'm better today than yeah, I was yesterday. Good. But I don't know if that's going to play into um, my being twisting. able to say this or not. But I also apologize for all the peas that will be popping on this podcast because when you pop peas, it can be a little annoying yes. in people's ears. But sorry. Gilbert, the G-Force will probably sweeten that up and make it sound smooth. He'll still. flatten those peas. That's right. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. Patty's poison pussy puts Peter in peril. Patty's poison pussy puts Peter in peril. Patty's poison pussy puts Peter in peril. Wow. I think that last one I screwed up. Oh, right. all right. I thought you kind of got it. Patty's poison pussy puts Peter in peril. Patty's poison pussy puts Peter in peril. Patty's poison pussy puts Peter in peril. There you go. Right. I'll take that That's one. good. Yeah. And you're, you're playing hurt, too. So. Yeah, exactly. All right, you're up. You're mm. in the batter's box. <clears throat> Patty's poison pussy puts Peter in peril. Peasant. Mm. I'll take it. Nope. Patty's poison pussy puts Peter in peril. Patty's poison pussy puts Peter in peril. <laughs> Almost said platypus. I noticed. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I don't know what the duck bill was doing in there. <laughs> Patty's poison pussy puts Peter in peril. Peasant. Patty's. Oh, Patty's. Starting to melt down. I know. <laughs> Okay. okay Patty's poison pussy puts Peter in peril. Patty's poison pussy puts Peter in peril. Patty's poison pussy puts Peter in peril. Yeah, we'll there take we that go. one. There Let's you get go. Out of there. All right. Well Woo. done. Nate Curtis, very creative. Very Thank good you so one. much for that. Appreciate it. That was today's tongue twister. Tongue twister Tuesday. It's a twister. It's a twister. If you'd like to send us one of those, you can always send us an email, ralph at theralphreport.com. Put tongue twister in the subject line. That's a great way to reach us if you want to 
write us about anything. Yeah. You can always write me or write Eddie or Steve at that same email address at Eddie at and then Steve at the Ralph Report.com. Or you can find us on social media, or you can do what a lot of folks like to do, which is leave a message on the Ralph Report hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it's available to you. Leave your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments, anything you want to chat about, just dial up the number, one 833 Hi, Ralph! Yeah, I listen to them all. Then I grab a handful and we put them here in a segment known as Garmy on the Line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ralph's gonna play your calls now. Let's see what's on your mind. I would like to make amends for yesterday's show. I received some complaints. Hmm? Yesterday was Monday. Yeah. And I neglected to do our Mirthful Monday joke. Oh, yeah, there's no joke. A lot of people depend on Mirthful Monday to start their week off in a uh, jocular manner by having a little comedy with the Mirthful Monday joke. So I apologize. Let me correct that right now, if you don't mind. It's a Mirthful Tuesday, but better late than never. You may remember recently we had a cannibal joke on Mirthful Monday. We did, yes. Uh, Why don't cannibals eat clowns? Because they taste funny, I believe was the answer to Mm -hmm. that. Here's a uh, follow-up, a sequel, if you will. Hey, Ralph, I have a follow-up joke to the cannibal one from Mirthful Monday. What happens when a cannibal is late for dinner? I don't know what. He gets the cold shoulder. Thanks. Love you. Mean it. Bye. He gets the cold shoulder. He's late. He's late, and then the meat cools off. (laughs) He's got to eat it anyway. (laughs) I don't think I'd like cannibalism. No. I I definitely wouldn't. No, you, please. I'm out. There's no way. If I'm on that soccer team, I'm dead. That's right. You would not. In a pinch, you could. Uh, No, I don't think so. No? No. Start eating the plane instead? I'm probably chewing on the leather seats. I, I guess I could if I had to. I don't know. Man. It would have to be cooked really well, though. What part? The butt? You'd have to eat the butt, right? That's what the fatty part. Well, I don't think you want fat. I think you want muscle. Isn't that right? what they ate in the soccer movie? The I thought they ate they, thigh. They ate thigh. I thought yeah. it was the butt because it's all fatty I, I, and. I think thighs is because the thigh is so tough because the muscle. Yeah, but most most meat you eat is muscle. I guess you eat a cow, it's muscle. I guess I don't know. I don't want to be chewing on butt fat. <laughs> that sounds even grosser than eating a person. I want a nice hunk. Well, nowhere near the hole. I'm talking about like upper butt. I want meat. Not near want, the hole. I want a good hunk of meat if I'm going to eat well, it. a dude. big hunk of meat on the butt. The butt cheek is pretty meaty. Yeah, but you were saying the fatty part. I don't want to chew the fat. Eh, probably that's where the flavor is. <laughs> fat. The fat is what makes it flavorful. I don't, I'm not concerned you with don't the want stringy, flavor chewy of thigh. human. I want the best. Well, if you're diving into it, you want, all right, all right, fine. Um, You can eat my leg. Thank you. Where was I going with this? Oh, just that I don't think I'd like cannibalism. That's all. There we go. Yes. You should probably eat the organs. You should probably eat the liver and the heart and the brain. That would probably be the most nutritious, I I would guess. I think so. You get some weird disease eating brain, Mm. people brain. It depends on whose brain. Yeah. You don't want my brain. No. Stay away. Be a snack. Be a little hors d'oeuvre. It's not cool. Put it on a cracker. I have a large brain. Do you? I have a very big head. Yeah, but we don't know what's inside of it. It's not How just you know? fat. Um, who knows? We'll have to find out at a later date. We should donate it to science. I know that much. I love me these uh, screwed up lyrics. Mm. Apparently, there's an actual name for this called the Mondragreen. 
Oh, really? Yes. That's a weird name for that. Uh, named after the dude, I think, who uh, who came up with it. Oh. <laughs> I don't okay. know. I so don't it could know. have been Jeff. I don't know. No, the, his last name was Mondragreen. Or Smith. Mondragreen. Mondragreen. Something right. like that. Okay. I'm sick. Leave me alone. Anyway, I love it when people screw up lyrics and then they out themselves. Here's Steve with today's. Hey, kids, this is Steve, two-star general out here in the Midwest. For misheard lyrics, it's taking us back to the early 80s with Hall and Oates. And in the song, You Make My Dreams Come True, there was one line where growing up, I thought he said, and wrap yourself a brownie because I ain't the way you found me, which I'm like, very interesting choice to insert food into a song like that, but okay. So, but of course, as time has revealed, now I know. So, love you, meaning bye. Why would anyone wrap themselves a brownie? Well, if you want to throw it in your pocket and go on a hike for a snack later? Yeah, of course. So, wrap yourself a brownie, make yourself a little to go bag, a little doggy bag, because I ain't the way you found me. <laughs> Steve, what's wrong with you? Here's the actual lyric. Only a kid would think, oh, brownies, that sounds great. Well, no kid's going to think, wrap yourself around me. Yeah, like, no, no. I did. I did. <laughs> when I used to take my Wonder Woman doll and wrap it around my penis. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. Mm. Here's it here's again. See if you can hear brownie in there. I okay, suppose. If you're in the back seat and it's playing on the radio, I could see where you would hear that. There's not a whole hell of a lot of logic in there. I'll no. tell you that much. All right. I teased this yesterday. It's time for the Garmy to confess their sins. Ooh. They are a twisted, filthy, horrible bunch of sinners. <laughs> and we're here to give you penance, to cleanse your yes. soul, to allow you to unburden yourselves yes. by telling us your deepest, darkest secrets you've never told anyone else. It's time to confess your sins. As always, I have taken great pains to camouflage the voices so no one will be recognized. Very thoughtful. So you can call in with confidence, knowing that if you have friends or family listen to the show, that they might not Your necessarily remains. Yes. Not the necessarily secret. know it's you, unless they know what a <laughs> twisted person you are. Let's kick things this uh, kick off with this one. This is a longtime fear of mine, and this is not helping. I was a line cook at a restaurant and um there was pretty uh, attractive service that worked. Uh, but there was one particular one that was really uh, just nobody liked. And, um, well, one night she got on my nerves particularly well, and I took it upon myself to spit into her food. Oh. I wouldn't have felt bad about it, but she took the food, and then she placed it on the counter behind the bar and someone else, one of the servers, specifically one of the ones that I liked, uh, then ate the food with her. Oh. Yeah. Oh. 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 So not bad enough he's spitting in somebody's food. Oh. But then one of the girls that he likes starts sharing the meal oh. with the other girl. You can't say anything. She's collateral damage. And so now he's done it to two people. Oh, someone he liked. Mm. Even someone you don't like. That's rough. I can't. uh... (laughs) 
I, the idea is someone spitting in my food and then eating it. Ugh. I've always said, and I hold this to be true, I'd rather be urinated on than spit on. Really? Yes. Hmm. I'd rather just just whiz know. on me rather than spit in my mouth or my food. Well, Go where do you think it's going, Eddie? If they spit your food, where, where do you think, think the, the pee's going? going? Where's the pee going? Anywhere it wants. In your mouth? You take pee over spit in your mouth? Yes, absolutely. Really? Yes, because it, it's absolutely cleaner. <sighs> much, much less a chance of contagion. I don't know. I do know. I don't. I'm a scientist. You forgot that. I didn't know. I'm that. also a scientist. I don't believe you're. I'm science. a priest. I'll do my own research. And I'm a scientist. And I'm so you, sir. Uh, you do uh, five hail Eddies. Oof. And for our podcasts, and then you'll be uh, <laughs> absolved of your sins. This young lady. Hey, Ralph. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I have a confession for you. Go, my child. I used to work for FedEx, hmm. and I fucked one of my coworkers in the back of my truck. Wow. Yes. Please forgive me. All right. And he was married. Oh, buried the lead. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I don't think she's truly wow. repentant. I don't. She's not with that laugh evil at the laugh end. Evil laugh at the end. Wow. She kind of buried the lead of the well, sin. At first, I was like, okay, what's the big deal here? You're just hooking up with a coworker. No harm, no foul. Right. And then that bombshell. Well, there you go. Well, wow. young lady, that is mm. not good. Mm -mm. Say seven, hail Eddies, and three our podcasts. Yeah. Wow. Go forth and sin no more. I guess uh, I guess she wasn't the only one making deliveries. Mm. Right? Mm. I guess she received a package. Someone dropped a load off. That's not that doesn't even <laughs> fit. No, it's a load. A package is a load. It's not a package is a load. It doesn't fit yeah, the, you the call premise it. at all. Yeah, you could. You could say load. No. Yeah, you could. That works. Absolutely works. It absolutely, it absolutely doesn't. Absolutely works. If yeah. she works at a laundromat, then maybe it works. Maybe it was. Maybe they were delivering clothes. But not at a FedEx. Dropped off a load. No, there's no, there's no loads. She she took a package. She, she got, took a she package. She got a delivery. But no, there's no loads. There's a load. I think you could go. I think load passes. And lastly, this guy. I don't know even in my divine grace if I can give him uh, absolution <laughs> for this sin because it grossed me out so badly. Oh, bless me, Father Ralph, for I have sinned. Speak I have a confession to make. Okay. I don't know how this developed, but ever since I was a kid, I've liked to grow out my toenails as long as I can stand them and then trim them. The satisfaction of getting rid of long toenails is unparalleled. Anyway, how many hail Eddies is that? Love you, mean it, bye. Unparalleled satisfaction by growing his toenails as long as he can. And then cut it. And then cutting them. Oh. The idea of giant, long, eh. thick toenails growing off of his feet. Like, does he have to wear, like, sandals for a while? Like, like he's some gargoyle perched atop of ah. a building. Ew. That? Ew. Rattled me. Oh, that's just the image of that. Just growing his tone, a big, thick toenail. Just and, and the longer they get, the harder they are to cut. And they you curve gotta, over. Uh, and they get yellow and. Uh, uh, that is a sin. Fuck, dude. 
That is a cardinal sin. We need to get those big giant toenail clippers too. Oh man. Fucking really bear down. Since he was a kid. Since a, yeah, that's all. Can you just do it with your fingernails? Time. You gotta do it with toenails? I, I don't know if anyone's, either one is good. I'm not a fan of either one. I don't wanna see I'm his just... big Nosferatu fingernails clicking around either. Oh, ugh. But, uh, Ew. go forth and sin no more, Please. my son. Please stop sinning. And that would be uh, 408 Hail Eddies and 907 our podcast. That's fair. I think so. Yeah. He still will be too busy working his rosary beads and he will be <laughs> clipping his finger, his toenails. Ew. All right, you <laughs> sinful bastards. That's this week's Confess Your Sins. And you know, we like to play upbeat music on each and every episode to make your day a little bit better. We call them our happy hits. Here's today's request. Ralph, Eddie, Steve, it's Patrick, two-star out in Van Nuys. Hey, so today, Tuesday, October 12th, would have been my brother's 59th birthday. Now, sadly, he, he, he died back in 2014 from a stroke, and that sucked. He was a great guy. He's my best friend. I miss him terribly. Now, listen, I know you don't do under any circumstances a birthday shout-out. Nope. Not even posthumously, and I'm not going to ask Good. my brother's birthday Good. to do a shout-out right. for my dead brother. However, Good. what about a happy hit? Mm. Now, he was a drummer. <gasps> Mike was a drummer. He's a huge Kiss fan. Went to all the shows. Yes. His whole Ew. life. Ew. Yes. One of his favorite songs to drum along with back in no. the old basement was rock and roll all night. Yeah. So maybe if he's listening out there, you could uh, play it for him. And I think everybody else would enjoy it. It's a great tune. Yes, it L-O-B. is. You want the best. You got the best. Mm. Eddie Pants is thrilled with today's happy hit. They're on tour right now in their I farewell know. tour. I see Gene Simmons almost fell off the stage wearing those high heels. Yes. <laughs> Paul Stanley soared over the audience. He was on a harness. Oh, man. At that age, he could crack a rib. It's very sad at this point. It's awesome. It's very sad. World's greatest rock and roll band. They aren't. They really aren't. You want the best. You got the best. It's Kiss. Yeah! You show us everything you've got You keep on dancing and the room gets hot You drive us wild, we'll drive you crazy Drive us wild, we'll drive you crazy. You keep on shouting, you keep on shouting. I can't hear you. I wanna rock and roll all night. And party every day. I wanna rock and roll all night. And party every day. I wanna rock and roll all Even you have to admit that's a fun song. It's really not. Oh my God. Paul Stanley's talent. I'll give him that. Paul the, Stanley's talent. That song is, yeah. a, is a banger. Yeah, I don't know about a banger. Oh my God. It's very repetitive.
Well, sorry about your loss, sir, but yes. I hope that brings up good memories of hope your so. brother. And uh, thanks to everybody who called in today. You, too, can be featured on the Garmy on the Line segment. But in order for that to happen, you got to call me. Call me. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Don't you even get a little guilty pleasure thrill out of Kiss? No, not really oh at all. God. I really don't like listening to them. I don't get anything from them. Just, <laughs> nothing. I find it. They do nothing for me. Like it's such a fun, schmaltzy, cheesy kind of I way. I think that's what turns me on it so badly. It's so fun. But you, how can you like the awful movies you like for the <laughs> shitty reasons you do? You you revel in the badness of films. Right. And you can't revel in the cheesy, schmaltzy goodness no, of kids. Because of Gene Simmons. He thinks he's that good. Oh, my God. He really does. And maybe it bothers it, maybe me. Maybe is that good. Maybe it's it, just that special. It bothers me. If you'd like no to, you way. can buy a special Kiss podcast player right I'm now. Sure. Listen to the show. With Kiss sticker on it. Yeah. Upcharge it. All right, on what's today? Tuesday? Tuesday. On Tuesdays, you like to take a look at the huge calendar that hangs here in the Batcave wall. You may be surprised to find out that every day of the calendar year has multiple holidays associated with it. And so we like to do as a public service, break them down for you into holidays or holidays. Holiday or holiday, please tell me what we celebrate, Ralph Garman. Today, October 12th, is World Arthritis Day. That's an awful disease, that too, arthritis. Yes. can really cripple people, and it's not just for old people. No, rheumatoid arthritis is terrible. Um, there are different types of arthritis, including ankylosing spondylitis, which is an awful disease, but one of my favorite things to say. Hmm. Ankylosing spondylitis. Mm. Gout is considered also arthritis. What is it? Lupus, osteoarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis. Luckily, with timely medical intervention, patients can lead a much more comfortable life than they would otherwise. So on this day, we try to raise global awareness about uh, the, the treatments and the uh, possibilities of an early diagnosis for arthritis. So we pay tribute to World Arthritis Day. It's also National Vermont Day. Oh. Happy Vermont Day, Vermont Day yes. to the Green Mountain State, the 14th state to join the Union. You know, it derives its name, Eddie, from the French words vert for green okay. and mont for mountain. That's definitely both of those. Vert mont. It's very green mountains. It is indeed. In fact, did you know the, uh, the uh, Van, Von Trapp family settled in Vermont? Did they? Yes. Hmm. because it's, it reminded it's them? topography reminded them so much of their beloved Alps from uh, oh, Austria. Yeah, okay, little piece of Vermont trivia well, there for you. Go all the way to Austria to enjoy the Alps. Yes, you do. Get out there. See some I'm of the good. world, for I'm God's good. sakes. <laughs> the opposite of good. Anyway, Vermont Day. <laughs> National Savings Day. Use this day to remind yourself 
of the value of the simple act of saving, Eddie mm, Pence. Yes. Put a little money aside. Stop living that lifestyle. It's so extravagant lifestyle that you are. Am I a 2004 runner? Buying your giant <laughs> television screens and your that was like two automatic years ago. bathroom cleaner machines and all these other it's just an attachment expensive gadgets you are. I actually saved money on the Alexa Christmas tree. Oh my God. Yeah. Who needs a spinning multi layered lighted tree? You go to Lowe's, it's 300 and some dollars. I got it for almost a third of that. Wow. Save, put some of that money in a in an account, won't you? In a sock or a, under the bed or do some fucking thing. <laughs> Happy Savings Day, everyone. Savings hard. It's hard to save. They say the best way to do it is to set yourself up with a mandatory percentage of everything you make yeah. every month. A certain amount has to be saved. I'm not going to screw around with that percentage and right. just stick to it. This way you're not saying, oh, well, if there's anything left over at the end of the month, Right. Then I'll put that in the savings. Well, especially when we'll like, never get there. Independent contractor work, like what we're, we usually do in this business, you get a big lump of sum at one point, and then right. you have to sort of manage for a couple months. Right. So you have to learn how to. So that's why a percentage is the best bet. Yeah. Because if you have a fat month, you say, well, 11% is going into savings. Yeah. Then if you got a shitty month, it's still 11%, right. so it doesn't cost you nothing. You don't get a paycheck every two weeks. That's right. Happy Free Thought Day, everybody. What, free Thought what's Day. What's Free Thought Day? It encourages people to be free thinkers, Eddie Pence. Mm -hmm. And to base their opinions on fact, science, logic, and reason. It seems that that goes the other way nowadays when someone says, I'm a free thinker. They seem to go against fact, logic, and science. I suppose that does, but it, it's, not a, it's not free feeling day. That's usually, most people <laughs> know, have those feelings. But most of the people that are loud and vocal about that stuff, I'm a free thinker, you usually lean the other way. Well, the concept of free thought has been around a lot longer than the current damage right. we find ourselves in. There are different organizations like the Free Thought Society, the American Humanist Association, the Secular Coalition for America, just, uh, just to name a few. It's basically saying, think about the world in, sense, in terms of facts, not so much in terms of feelings or perhaps divine intervention yeah. or guidance from sources that cannot be proven, right. I guess is what they're that saying. That seems to be the opposite of what free thinkers say today. This goes back to the Salem witch trials. That's why the date of October 12th is picked. Because many witnesses at the Salem witch trials offered up evidence of claims of uh, the devils and specters who were giving them the information yeah. about what was going on with the witches. And so the governor of Massachusetts had to step in and say, spectral evidence will no longer be admissible in court. <laughs> That's not evidence. We're not taking the word of devils and ghosts anymore about what these ladies did. Yeah. So that was why we celebrate Free Thinker Day or Free Thought Day on this day. National Farmers Day. Well, what can you say about the farmers? Well, we can't eat without them. And we can't do a lot of things without them. Without uh, farmers, we wouldn't have so many products. That, I mean, obviously, food being the first one that comes mm -hmm. to mind. But cotton and things that we make We'd our clothing. We'd be naked and hungry. We'd be naked and hungry, exactly. <laughs> so I uh, can't say enough about our farmers. I like, I like the family farmers. More so than I like well, the, the corporate farms. Big ag. Yeah. Because yeah, they can they can ruin they get a lot of subsidies and shit like that. And they they ruin the water tables yeah. with their pesticides. And they put the little family like, farms out of business. Yes. Yeah, so boo them, but yay farmers. Yeah. Today's also face your fears day. Every October 12th, they encourage you to find the thing that scares you most most and face it. Mm. Fear is purely physical, tell you scientists will tell you. It's what happens when a, uh, a stimulus or the subject of a fear happens. There's a physical re uh, reaction that occurs in the brain. Okay. The amygdala, uh, I always screw this word up. 
The amygdala. 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 Mandula oblongata? No, the amygdala. Amygdala. Goes to work and reduces a, uh, uh, the stress hormones that mm. cause that fight or flight response. Okay. So it's just your, it's just your body. Just your brain. Your, your brain is acting irrationally when you react to fear. Right. So you need to face it and conquer those fears on this day. I'll try. What's your fear? What do you got? What fear do I have? Yeah. Oh, What's your fear? Man, I don't. What are you afraid of? I'm not. What the hell are you afraid of? What am I afraid of? Yeah. Poisonous snakes. Really? Yes. What are the odds you're going to run across a poisonous snake? I, not very, but I know that I, I have a healthy fear of poisonous snakes. So, like, I don't see a poisonous snake and go, oh, let me go touch it. Well, I have no. a fear of it, so I stay away from that poisonous mentally snake. mentally irregular to well, do that. I'm just that. saying, oh, no, because it's a healthy fear. You should have healthy fears. Yeah, but what, what's something that's not a healthy fear? Something that gets in your way or makes your life less, hmm. less enjoyable because I, of it? Yeah. I don't think I have one. I got the claustrophobia. That's the only thing that really bothers me. That one. Me. I yeah, don't really have that me. one. Maybe responsibility. I have a huge fear of responsibility. <laughs> that makes sense. That's my problem. That sounds like you. Why don't you confront well, that? Well, then we'll let somebody down. If I if you give me responsibility, I'm going to screw it up. I'm going to let you down. See, that's an irrational fear. It is. There's no reason to think that True, you're going to screw it up. Maybe you're going to maybe you're going to crush it and be an asset to everyone and everyone everything right. around you. But I feel like I'm going to let everybody else down if you give me the responsibility. Well, so there it is. Wow, this got old. this got deep. You uh, you make those quizzes every Fridays. You do a good job with those. Thanks. Get into I'll the, put that on my resume. Get into the quiz business or the quiz business. Mister Quiz Two, as we call it. You could be Professor Quiz. And lastly, you know, we like to do funny food related to a holiday and see if Eddie Pence would eat it or perhaps stick it up his ass, then pull it out. Oh, today's no different. We will talk about the food, then we'll pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. There, there's your fears right there. Food? Fucking cubed meat. And, 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 and eggplants and tomatoes no, and pickles. Eggplants every... sucks ass and so do pickles. That's not a fear. I'm not afraid of them. I just, they, they suck. Bull testicles. That's maybe, that. a, maybe there's a slight fear there. Uh, we'll talk about the food. Then we'll pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. Reels will go round and round. If they stop and they all match. Jackpot. That means Eddie's eating. Yum, 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 yum. However, if they're mismatched. <laughs> It's not, it's not good for anyone. What are the odds? Yesterday, we talked about jambalaya and yeah. a crawfish pie and a filet gumbo. <laughs> and today is October 12th, National Gumbo Day. Wow. How crazy is that? That's crazy. What's the difference between jambalaya and gumbo? Uh, jambalaya has the rice cooked into. It's more like a stew. And gumbo you pour over rice? Gumbo is just the uh, strongly favored stock uh, with meat and thickener and vegetables. And then you serve that on... Dumbo's toothless brother? you taking a sip off your water after that like you just <laughs> that was my that was pat like, on the back like that was a walk-off like you just stepped up to the plate <laughs> i, I just, should take the headphones off and leave after cracked that one, one. <laughs> you, i wished we had been doing today's show live so you could see the self-satisfied expression on eddie pence's face after he dropped thank that thank you very much he, like he sat back he dra- grabbed his water took a very satisfied <laughs> sip off the glass oh, like you guys like, chew oh, on that man one. i just Drop the mic, indeed. Uh, no, gumbo is not Dumbo's toothless brother at all. Gumbo is a mixture of uh, meat or shellfish and then seasoned with, of course, the holy trinity in Cajun cuisine, which is celery, bell peppers, and onions. Then, of course, you got okra in there as a thickener. You got that filet powder, that chili spice they use, the uh, roux that's made from flour and fat. 
so much good stuff in there. And then you can pour the whole thing over rice. Ah, mm. oh, man, my mouth is literally watering. I want a uh, bowl of gumbo so badly right now. But it's not about me. It's about Eddie Pence. Is he eating? If he eats the jambalaya. Yes. I got to think, odds are he's going to eat the gumbo. But there's only, there's only one way you for us to know. find out. This is science. Here we go. One gumbo, two gumbo, three but. Wow. See, I'm, I'm glad Jackpot has felt no ill side effects of the chest cold. No. No, he's fine. Why would why would he I, well, I don't know feel if, effects of well, you my guys, chest you cold? You guys live together. He didn't catch it. No, so. he's, he's made of sturdier stuff. He's got a hardier constitution than I do. Eddie, of course, Eddie eats gumbo. Why he's wouldn't jambalaya. You? There's a place, little tip, if you folks live in the Southern California area or if you're a visitor to our fine city of Los Angeles, Go to the farmer's market there at Fairfax and 3rd. Third. Third. Yeah. There's a little Cajun food place in the farmer's market there called the Gumbo Pot. Yes, that's good. Holy shit. That's good shit. That whole farmer's market's good. That's a, If you ever come here, go there to eat. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And they there's got a lot, a lot of, of little stuff. restaurants and stuff. But the gumbo they make there is uh, top notch. So there's a little tip for you. And that's it for today's holiday or holiday. All righty, now it's time to take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Well, people are flipping out again because Why? another comic book character has uh, announced they're coming out about their sexuality. Who gives a shit? Last time it was Robin. Robin said right. he was bisexual and yeah. people wet themselves. Well, you can imagine how they felt yesterday when Superman came out as bisexual. Oh, no. Well, everyone relax. It's not the traditional Superman you know, Clark Kent as Superman. Right. This is a future story of uh, Clark Kent's son, John Kent, son of Clark and Lois, who is the new Superman because mm -hmm. dad has taken off to deal with some off-world issues. Yeah. So he has tasked his son, John, to be the new Superman and protect Earth. Okay. And apparently in the latest issue of Superman's Son of Kal-El, he uh, starts a relationship with a reporter, much like dear old dad, but this reporter happens to be a dude. And so now, oh boy, a lot of people are up in arms. Who cares, man? Who no cares? one should. But you know, you know what bothers me? And I, I hope that their heart's in the right place. But it seems to me now these comic book companies are making these announcements with the desperate hope well, yeah. of rattling some cages and getting people to pick up the latest issue of Phil and the Well, Blank. comic books have been dying for a long time. I understand that, but it, it seems to me a little predatory to use the controversy of sexuality, especially yeah. when people are really dealing with coming out and being bisexual or gay or trans I mean, in this society and using it as some sort of shiny object to, to sell. True, but on the other hand, it's also giving kids and that are growing up with those feelings, it's validating their feelings yes. by showing that heroes can be these things. I absolutely appreciate so, the upside. Yeah, there's another side of that coin as well. I don't think it's even the same coin. I think it is, I appreciate the fact that giving kids who are trans or bi or gay uh, role models, especially superhero role models to look up to is a great idea. But the way these companies trot out their storylines sometimes makes me feel like it's a little 
I think they're, you know, they're, they're, they're reaping the benefits of doing that, yeah, I think, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I suppose it could be worse. Because every six months we seem to get a new character that has some sort of sexuality that comes out. And then I feel like the, the publisher's like, huh, huh, hey, how about this? You got to check this one out. Right. It feels a little sensationalistic to me, it I does, guess, is what but I'm at the other side, it, it, it can also help other kids feel a little more no, that's the right in their own skin, and sure. I think that's a good thing. I get it. But why do you need superheroes in comic books when you have real heroes to look up to in the world, Eddie? Why? Like Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> Did he come out as bisexual? No. Fortunately, he's calling <laughs> off his search for Brian Laundry. Oh, no. He twisted his ankle. Oh, yeah. Well, that's going to put you on the shelf. For yeah, a day or that's going to. You can't physically walk around looking for him. No, he can't. So he's <laughs> heading home. He's going to have his doctor in Colorado check out his ankle and. He's going to hang out there for right. a while. I mean, just don't elevate and put ice on it for a day or two. But he's telling people he's not giving up on his mission just yet. He's got a crack staff of talented people who are going to stay down there in Florida for the manhunt. And he's going to just control things from a he distance. He can't find an ankle long. guy in Florida? No. There's no doctors in Florida. <laughs> what What would a doctor do in Florida? It's not like there's a bunch of elderly people who I, move there to spend their retirement down right. there. Or well, maybe they're all occupied. They're all busy. Perhaps they tend are. to his ankle. So uh, don't worry, he's not giving up on the search, but he won't actually be hunting himself mm. for a while. Dog the bounty he'll spectator? Keep, he'll, keep us, he'll keep us posted. Netflix is having a big brouhaha over this new Dave Chappelle special. Oh. Speaking of trans rights and yes. things like that, yes. uh, Dave makes some controversial statements in there, and several workers for Netflix are now causing problems. Apparently, they crashed a business meeting where CEO... Ted Sarandos was there talking to some of the other bigwigs about how to handle the upset over Dave Chappelle's new special, The Closer. And these uh, workers apparently were not uh, cleared and welcomed into the meeting, but they started piping up and getting into arguments, and now they've been suspended. Mm. So that's causing even more controversy for the company. Yeah. Here's the one thing I like, though, and it's a, a statement that uh, Sarandos made via internal memo regarding the special and Netflix where he said, we don't support any kind of incitement of violence against the trans LGBTQ community. That's certainly not what Chappelle was doing. And it's a stand-up show. And so he, in his mind, stand-ups get a longer leash by default than just people who, who just use a yes. platform for hate speech. Yes. It's not what he was doing. No. He was making jokes and making commentary. Comedians have to be given that leash. That's kind of their job, right? It has to be. They have to find the line and then step over it. You, otherwise, you don't have comedy anymore. Their job is to comment on society yeah. in a through a prism that hopefully right. elicit, elicits laughter. Yeah, and some a lot of times it does not, and sometimes it does rub people the wrong way. But that's still that's that stand up comedy. And I think people are completely valid if they want to be offended by something Absolutely. a comedian says. I'm not discounting their feelings towards it, but but I, but I don't think you can go as far as starting to ban people from outlets. This cancel culture thing no. is, is is very dangerous in some right. circumstances. And, and I, I'm all for people saying, well, I will never buy a ticket to his show. Then don't. Because that's the way you should respond by yeah. your own personal decisions about what, what lines can be crossed and yeah. which ones can't. So, I agree. very complicated. And lastly, Justin Bieber's an idiot. Justin Bieber. Nobody fucking needs ya. You want to know why? I'll tell you why. Because you're a 
Justin Bieber once again renewing his feud with Tom Cruise. Remember when he wanted to fight Tom Cruise? Oh, yeah. About that? that was like when his last Mission Impossible movie came out. Yeah, he's uh, he's at it again, saying uh, he could still throw blows with uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> but he did go out of his way to compliment him on how well he plays guitar and sings. Oh. Tom Cruise recently posted a video on TikTok of him singing an original song and playing guitar. And Justin over and over again, frankly, shouted out his musical skills, reminding him about the, the fight, wink, wink, but mostly just talking about how impressed he was by his guitar skills and his voice. Mm. Turns out, the whole thing is a deep fake video. It's not Tom Cruise at all. Really? It's an account called Deep Tom Cruise on TikTok. <laughs> it's been well documented since <laughs> February that there is a Tom Cruise impersonator who uses AI to create the deep fake face of Tom Cruise onto him. And, and Bieber bought it. And Bieber bought into it completely, thinking he was talking to Tom Cruise. <laughs> Reposted the video. This guy is just loving life right now. <laughs> Justin Bieber thought that that was really oh, Tom Cruise. That guy's TikTok blew up. Playing guitar and singing his original song. That's so amazing. Uh, Bieber suckered. What a shock. <laughs> Seems like such a uh, clever fellow. <laughs> Let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on October 12th. Singer Jordan Pundick of New Found Glory is 42 years old today. It's not your fault, so please stop your crying now. It's not your fault, so please stop your crying now. Please stop your crying. Actor-singer Susan Anton is 71 years old today. Remember Susan Anton? No. Big, tall, blonde, one of those ladies who was kind of famous just for being famous for a while. I don't remember her. She did TV commercials and uh, variety shows and stuff. Mm -hmm. Dated Dudley Moore for a long okay, time. Okay, now I know who you're talking about. Yeah, they were an odd couple. Yes, She's about 6'12". He's 4'2". And he was one. <laughs> She's 71 years old today. Hugh Jackman, good old Wolverine himself, is 53. Adam Rich from 8 is Enough. He played the youngest kid on 8 is Enough. Okay. Little bowl-haired. I remember that kid. Little uh, tyke. He's 53 years Wow. Martine, excuse me, Marty McGuire of the, formerly known as the Dixie Chicks, now known as the Chicks, is 52. I'm not ready to make nice. I'm not ready to back down. I'm still mad as hell and I don't have time to go round and round and round. It's too late to make it right. I probably wouldn't if I could. They always seem mad as hell, those chicks. They got, there's always something they're grinding. They're on. mad. Kirk Cameron. You want to be mad about something? Be mad about Kirk Cameron. He's mad about everything. He is. He's having an <laughs> anti-vax mask party somewhere right now yes, as we speak. he is. He's 51. Josh Hutcherson of The Hunger Games is 29. And singer Sam Moore of the legendary R&B duo Sam and Dave is 86 years old today. Oh, oh, That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I'm Walk the Showbiz Beat. And because it's Tuesday, it's time to turn on the television. Here we go. You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. On today's Ralph Report. 
like that one. Yeah, Eddie likes it. I don't know if he likes this one or not, though. This show inexplicably ran on television for seven seasons. Okay. On two different networks. Two networks. It was on ABC for six seasons and then moved to CBS for an additional season before someone finally drove a stake through its heart and killed it forever. And you said this was part of the TGIF lineup. It was. It was okay. part of the Friday night TGIF lineup on ABC from 1991 through 1997, then moved to CBS from 97 through 98. It was the story of a lovely lady who had three children and a, a gentleman who also had three children. And together, they created this blended family, three kids each, and all the craziness and wackiness that happened inside that family from two single parents. What a fascinating and original concept <laughs> I don't remember for a sitcom. Show. Oh, I think you will when you hear this request. Hey, Ralph, you Eddie. Cheerio, Steve. It's uh, Math Research Trucker from Nova Scotia. Calling in about a TV Tune Tuesday. Uh, one of my favorite things to watch when I was a kid was uh, TGIF Friday Nights on ABC. And uh, one of the ones that I really enjoyed was uh, Patrick Duffy and uh, Hot Blonde Bombshell from Three's Company, Suzanne Summers, talking about Step by Step. Anyway, love you. Beat it by. Step by step. I, I never watched it, but I remember the show. Step by I step. I never watched it. Story of two single parents with three kids each who come together to create a blended family, but with some wacky circumstances that arise. It's definitely original. How did anyone let them away get away with that? <laughs> I guess you can't copyright the concept. They didn't call it Brady Bunch. But it's a goddamn Brady Bunch. I know. Patrick Duffy, of course, from Dallas. Suzanne Summers from Three's Company. In fact, it was Patrick Duffy's time on Dallas that led him to be cast in this. Apparently, he had a deal with Lorimar that after Dallas went off the air, they still owed him another television series. Hmm. So they just cast Patrick Duffy in there. <laughs> Must be a nice deal to have. That sure is. You, you owe me a show. Build <laughs> well, me a show. You have to put me on TV, contract says. Uh, of course, uh, the great Suzanne Summers was also a big star at the time. And then they fleshed it out with a bunch of cute and adorable but cranky kids. And the next thing you know, they had Step by Step. The theme song, Second Time Around, was written and composed by Jesse Frederick and Bennett Salve. These bastards responsible for almost every generic bullshit theme <laughs> during TGI Friday on ABC. They did Full House. They wrote Perfect Strangers. They wrote Family Matters. I like all those. Oh, uh, they're just, it's all Those just, were all good. It's as if someone's doing a parody of a theme song for a 90s sitcom. <laughs> anyway, they sang it as well. The full 87-second version was only used during the first season. Then they started to cut it down for time. It's a long, long, long intro. 87 seconds reason. is long. Yeah. A, for a TV minute intro. and a half. Yeah, for a TV show. Practically. The uh, famous beginning was all the family at this uh, amusement park where uh -huh. they're all riding okay. on on uh, roller coasters and whatnot, and uh, it's it's as it looks like a, a Saturday Night Vert, Saturday Night Live parody of a of, of a, a sitcom, sitcom basically, and it sounds the same. <laughs> I never watched it. Um, I remember seeing one or two episodes, but it was not for me. However, this segment's not about me; it's about you, Garmy. And those uh, nostalgic feelings you get for certain theme songs. And apparently Matt gets it from Step by Step.
broken, soon I'm always lost. What would be the future? Could you pay the cost? You wonder, will there ever be a second time around? rough that was we rough. got the woman we got the man we got the that kids was... we got the plan wow rod stewart doing a duet with himself and the uh the footage <laughs> is like one kid has the mallet and he hits that thing the strength test where it goes up and hits the bell right. and then he like bell. looks up and it's got his name under it and like two girls jump into a ball pit it's <laughs> so unbelievably formulated wow that was bad seven years Seven years. That made Seven people rich. Years. That made people rich. On television. Wow. Step by step. Matt, you owe me. <laughs> the past two weeks, but give me a break and not step by step. Give me a break. It was friggin' all in the family compared to that. I need a I need a palate cleanser. Someone send me something good for next week, would you please? And that's it for today's TV Tunes Tuesday. Here we go. You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. On today's Ralph Report. Oh, I like that one. No one likes that one. <laughs> By the way, if you'd like to watch Step by Step. I don't. Why? <laughs> no, if you'd like to watch Step by Step, it's now streaming on HBO Max. Is it? Yes, as of October of this year, they've got the entire series over there on HBO I'm Max. I'm good. In case you want to relive any of those fond memories. Mm -mm. That's it for today's show, kids. Thank you so much for joining us. Come on by tomorrow. More fun in store, including that thing we do uh, every Wednesday uh -huh. on the program. Right. It's, it's oh boy, uh -huh. it's cold. It's affecting my memory. It's one a, hit wonder. You got right. One hit wonder Wednesday, where we pick a smash hit song and talk about the artist who was never able to reach that level of success again. Also, Steve Ashton will be joining <gasps> us, the UK correspondent. More fun to be had, but we can't have it without you. Please join us. Take care of yourself so you can come. Not just come. That would be weird. Get a come. Load. Get a load delivered. That's it. Load doesn't even fit <laughs> the motif of those jokes. I think it does. 
did you, did you ever have a FedEx employee say, sir, I've got, would you, <laughs> sign, would you sign for this load? <laughs> would you laugh your ass off if he did? Yeah, but it never does. So it's not a thing. No one says you have to sign for this load or I can't leave your load on your steps. There's a load at the door. <laughs> you don't want to miss out on this kind of stuff, do you folks? So take care of yourselves. Stay good in the hood. Vaccines and masks at all times. Keep your distance, especially if a FedEx guy is dropping off a load at your house. <laughs> Wrong button. Sorry. Stay sweet at six feet. That's right. Because life is life. We want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. <sighs> I'm not well, man. I can't put up with this. It's insanity. We'll talk to you tomorrow, kids. Until tomorrow. Love you. Mean it. Bye. 